1: Welcome to the family. Special guest, Dave Fulton, Brandon Simon, J.B.,
3: Andy Brant Bernard,
0: and Cassie Schrader.
1: We'll be right back. Kick things off, Dave Fulton. Great to see you again. It's been a while. Five years. Five years. It's been five years. We'll be back in five seconds, not five years. Right back. (laughs) Recently, the four Walzer dealerships in Burnsville—Walzer Subaru, Walzer Honda, Walzer Nissan, and Walzer Mazda—encountered a hailstorm. Stop out to Walser, Mazda, Nissan, Honda, and Subaru just south of the Burnsville Mall on Buck Hill Road. If you really want to, you can tell them Tom sent you, but that sounds kind of dumb.
2: Michael Bryant, Brad, Sean Bryant, what's the latest? Well, basically, we're trying to represent people who have been hurt Then talk to them before they talk to an adjuster. Uh, one of the key points is to make sure you know what your rights are before you start talking to the insurance company. And they start asking you questions or they try to settle your case early and cheap.
1: As he kind of rocks out on Fridays. That's good, though. That's a good thing. Dave Fulton, five years. Man. Five years, man. Yeah. I can't believe that. Five years. So why five years? Where have you been? Man? I know where you've been, but why didn't you come back and see us?
3: <laughs> Don't take it personal, man.
1: I, um, I'm taking it personally.
3: Um, what happened? Well, five years ago, 20, 2014, we, my wife and I were just starting the process to adopt a child. Oh, that's cool. And um, So, yeah, we, um, we went through all that, which was uh, horrible and then um horrible yeah the process is horrible really Oh god, i didn't yeah. know that. really bad really bad the um and then three years ago my dad passed away Oh god. so i had to deal with all that yeah and um and then you go hey dave you're going to go to minneapolis in six months and you go well i'm thinking about it and they're like oh you want to go to amsterdam yeah i'm gonna gig in amsterdam if you don't mind yeah, <laughs> yeah, I'm, yeah. I'm gonna yeah. do I understand. that one <clears throat> but um yeah yeah we we uh um that's the big thing i'm a dad uh we adopted a little boy in london um and it's, I talk about in the show, the, uh, yeah, the, it's crazy. Cause everybody wants white girls. They can't they keep want white girls. They cannot keep white babies on the shelf. Right? I wonder why that is <laughs> yeah. not the boys though. Just they the girls. fly off the shelf, you know? And if I was a parent, <laughs> fly off the if shelf. I was a parent and I had a miss, you know, disruptive little girl, I'm like, you have any idea how much we can get for you? <laughs> dope, <man>.
1: Yeah. <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah.
3: So-, so we, we, we wanted a boy and we wanted under the age of two and, uh, And it's weird because social services, because it's not like here, there's not a lot of money to pay. But you have to be screened because they want to make sure you don't sell it. You know. Yeah, it'd be good. <laughs> <laughs> be good. And they, um, it was crazy because they're, uh, um, why you're you know, like we want. This, this is kind of what we want. This is the parameters we want. Healthy, blah blah blah, under age two. And they always kind of do the, um, oh that's really great. We go, well we got a little girl from uh, India. She's seven and her and her legs on backwards and she has a lovely smile. And you're like, well no, we don't. <laughs> <laughs> well, we, no, you know, uh, yeah, I'm sorry, but you know, you know. Oh, okay, all right, all right. We have we have another little little boy. He's uh, he's eleven and he and he starts fires, but, But (laughs) (laughs) no, no, we no, No, we want to Yeah. So, um, but the fact that we didn't we didn't specify you know ethnicity, we were like, yeah, you know, well, that's what we want, and that's what we're looking for. And my wife is is, uh, London born and raised, uh, so she's you know multicultural like you can't believe, and yeah. But working class, like, I mean, working class here is kind of like, yeah, well, no, working class, you know, lower working class, which she's from. Is like dirt poor, like you know, using cardboard to wipe your ass, that kind of stuff. That's not uh, good. (coughs) So yeah, we um, uh, and I was like, yeah, okay, you know, I'll go along with that. So um, uh, yeah, long story short, short, we uh, we adopted a uh, a little boy, and his uh, his mother's second generation Jamaican, and his father's uh, from Nigeria. So Mm -hmm. guess what? Yeah, JB's
1: his name. He's sitting right down (laughs) there. I miss you. Oh, God, he's gorgeous. Yeah. Uh, is he that happy always? Yeah. That's phenomenal.
3: Yeah, he is... Um, I don't
1: want to mess with your phone. It went no, off, but no. I was going to show it to the, other uh, people. Yeah, he... Start uh, pushing <laughs> buttons on your phone. You know? He's
3: uh, uh, he's just this happiest little kid. Man, he's he, a um, cute little kid. That's great. And um, he's just got a ton of energy on him. Um, he doesn't... And he doesn't back off. I mean, he... Uh, I told him the other day, I said, yeah, he's just always... Yeah, he's hell on the wheels. He's always moving around and... And somebody said, Well, uh, oh, geez, David, is it because he's black? And I'm like, No, it's because he's six. Yeah. <laughs> Man, nothing what nothing to do with it? You know, that kind of thing. Does so... it mean
1: he moves around like because he's black? They yeah. asked me that? <laughs> I asked JB the same thing. <laughs> he yeah. said, No,
3: it's not. That's because of that. <laughs> yeah. So he, um, and of course, you know, he's he's kind of going, you know, uh, he's, he's putting everything two to two together. Mm-hmm. And he said, You know, mommy, daddy come from your tummy. And we're like, no, you came in. We named the the birth mother's name, and um, we said, well, what what happened was, you know, m- you know, mommy chose daddy, and uh, daddy chose mommy. Like I had a choice,
1: and um, <laughs> <laughs> he didn't get a vote.
3: And then we found you, and we and we became a family. That's phenomenal. Yeah. So, um, and he, you know, we we I've taken him back to Idaho three times, and didn't have to arm up. That was kind of cool. And um, <laughs> good, good. In parts of Idaho, other uh, parts maybe. North Idaho. North Idaho is is the. Um, yeah, it's uh, North Idaho is it's turning into the Republican Lake Tahoe, you know, in Coeur d'Alene. Yeah, yeah, it's crazy. Coeur d'Alene's
1: gotten that that big. Of, uh, <laughs> yeah, really I mean, it's,
3: well, it's, it's always been conservative. The thing is, the yeah, weird, that's true. The weird thing about that, it's been conservative, but not like alt right. You know, right. There was some people who came in um, with uh, with money, and they were like, "Oh, we're gonna do this and this and this," and the people in, in Idaho were like, "Well, we're not really into that, you know, because you're more." Uh, you're out of your mind, and we don't do that. And Where do, um,
1: how do you get a flip? I've been looking for a flip phone. I want a flip phone.
3: Oh, this is a burner, man. I got this at like Safeway for, oh, for ten dollars. Yeah, that's my burner. Because if I, I, if I use my up. iPhone, which is for the UK, yeah, yeah. it's like a dollar a minute. With a burner, it's like. Whatever. That's one. Wh- I love flip. Phones. Yeah, so I'm, yeah, I'm like I mean, um. Yeah. This thing
1: in your pocket is a pain in the ass. It's well,
3: too big. This is an iPhone five, and this, it took me a long time to get to this point. Um, <laughs> yeah. So you and I are a lot alike right yeah, there. Yeah, it's I not like a reason.
0: Was that? I was going to say, I have an old flip phone I don't use. I have a sidekick I don't use. All what's, a, those, what's a sidekick? That was the one that slid over. Oh, slid over? Yeah. yeah. Yeah, and you had the keyboard But, I, had, but I, had just, a, I have a flip phone, too. You
1: know, what do you have? A suitcase in your pocket? I hate how big this thing is.
0: Well, they. Um, they got to a point where they wouldn't take them back and trade. Anything. Oh, really? So yeah, because they yeah. Right. So I just started collecting <laughs> these own phones because I knew at some point they would become nostalgic.
3: Yeah, guys, I've got like three Motorola Razors. One of those <laughs> yeah. yeah, I got a Motorola. couple <laughs> of those. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Three of them. Yeah. <laughs> Did you ever have one of the originals that were like this big and they look like a brick? Oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> no. no. Shoe yeah, no. No. so anyway. Yeah, but yeah, but yeah. you
3: know, there's, there's a company in the UK that will take that phone, gut it, and put modern technology in it. Really? Yeah, so when you look at it, it's got a little, um, uh, like, a smartphone screen on it, so you can, you know, do everything. But when you pull it out, it looks like the old brick phone.
1: Yeah, those things were unbelievable. They weighed about 800 pounds. It was like
3: $12 a minute, you know. $12 a minute, that's exactly. Hold
1: on,
2: I need to make a call. (laughs) You know, it's funny you mention that,
1: because I left, I was driving a convertible, and I ran into the grocery store and didn't even think about, I left, because I wasn't used to having a phone, Mm. you know, at that time. I left the phone in the car, and I got back, and somebody stole the phone. But the great part of it is, I went back to go in the store and I saw it on the ground. In other words, it was such a pain in the ass. He just threw it away. Yeah, 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 yeah. we stole this, but we don't want it. For,
3: for the longest time, I had a Samsung B twenty seven ten. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like it looks like a candy bar. It's a brick, you know. And I tell people, you know, if I ever want to bully you with my phone. I'll just, you know, because it's waterproof, shockproof, I'll just, you know, settle it on vibrate, wrap it on bob wire, hammer it up your ass, <laughs> and then then call myself every five minutes and watch you bleed out in the pavement like a <laughs> like an Ebola victim. So, and I loved that phone for a long time, but, you know, it, I just finally, people are going, look, you can get the emails, like, I don't care about the emails, but I, I got this because now I'm actually getting work off the back of it, you know, because, you know, oh, yeah. I get alerts and this, that, and the other, and... I mean, it's not like I don't have it to just suddenly film racist I don't have it like that. But, uh, oh, but. Which uh, you you guys are in America. Wayne, we get some of the best, you know, <laughs> smartphone racist footage yeah. in, in, in Europe. It's just like, wow, look at this lady, you know. You think, oh, you mean the lady at the... Uh, where, where was she? in, in was Charlottesville. Or, Charlottesville, or, you know, yeah. 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 I Rock. have black friends, but these two ladies are... I'm like, oh my <laughs> oh God. God. I said it to JB,
1: and he got all mad. Yeah. I just don't get it. <laughs> but... Now, why in 2019 would you ever drop the big N ever again? Yeah. Why would you do that?
3: Mm. Huh?
2: Yeah. It it's, makes um, no sense.
3: Well, yeah, it, it's... <coughs> I, I, um, being in North Idaho, we had the Aryan Nations, and they used to have... Oh, yeah, They had parades pretty. for Hitler's birthday every now oh, and then. God, in the late 70s, God. early 80s, Whoa. you know. They had a little compound 18 miles north of town, and... And so I was a little bit worried about bringing my son home, but it was—they're gone. They got sued. They're—they're they're out of there. And, oh good, um, well that's good. So it's, um, yeah, you just wonder. And then, and somebody said, well, Dave, why don't you, you know, ever thought about moving back? Because I got property there. And uh, I said, I think about it, but then, you know, um, I, I can't afford the insurance here, because we had national insurance there. Right, right. You know, yeah, and it's yeah. based on your income, so I essentially pay somewhere between, I oh, like, you know, U.S. money wise, about 12, 12 to fourteen hundred bucks a year for full oh, coverage. Oh, god, that's phenomenal. Full coverage. And um and it's not the disaster you see online and you're like, Oh, you can't pick this, you can't pick that. You no, to, yeah. There's a you know, death list and all that kind of my mother in law is ninety three and they still treat her, I don't know why, but they still do.
0: <laughs>
3: <laughs> and the other thing yeah. is, is you know, I, I don't want my son coming home from school and going, Oh daddy, we had another shooter's drill, you know, that kind of thing. Oh, yeah, you know, can all the yeah. kids are carrying bulletproof rucksacks. Can I have one? <laughs> I'm like, no, you know, and I don't want him waiting for me outside of Walmart and have some crazy white guy shoot him in the face because, you know, he was like waiting for my dad. You don't, and, You've don't. You know, got too much melanin. You have to go. Yeah, yeah. You, yeah, you know, like, where whatever. do you get this privilege? You go, like, oh, from a white guy. And then he just point to me and go, I got it from him right there. That's, yeah.
2: Yeah.
0: There's the guy so right I, there. I'm going
3: to turn him into a black redneck if I can. Yeah. Well, he's already got a cowboy hat.
0: Yeah. That's a good no, start.
3: Yeah, no, he loves start. it. loves yeah, yeah.
1: his cowboy hat. I just think it's... I don't. Know. First of all, I've always liked your viewpoint on the world, anyway, because you tend to be very honest. A lot of, not a lot of honesty
3: anymore. Well, you know, what, you know what I'm really tired of is, is not only that, people are willing to be honest, but people, there's no accountability. No, you God, know? no. No no, <clears throat> no, no, no. I've noticed, I've, I've backed way off of Facebook stuff because people will say stuff and I'll just go, N- that's, that's not true. Right. And then you go, where'd you get that? And you go, well, look, I'm not going to send you this. You know, Google what I just said, you'll find out that. Or I'll put the link up. Oh, well, that's not true, it's fake. And you just kind of, ah, you know what? Nobody's ever gone, wow, thanks. Wow, I didn't oh, no. know that. That's amazing. No, no, there's none of that. Yeah, so longer. I, I there's no accountability, and and, and and starts from the top down. We have the, the president will say something, and half the world is going what, and and then they'll show and he'll reverse this thing, and they'll go, oh, by the way, four days ago, four hours ago, four minutes ago, you said this, now you reverse that. Are you admitting that you were wrong? And he'll go, no, no, oh no, I, no, no,
1: no. He's yeah. he's always been he
3: like has that, no though. humility, he, he learned that no. from, from from Cohen. Um, his uh, uh, yeah. the old fixer his dad had, yep. <clears throat> you know, because he, he, he was there all the time to help him out. And, you know, when they got in trouble for not renting the black people, they'd always come up with some excuse yeah, and kind that, of stuff. Yeah. So, but Cohen taught him, you know, always double down, never never back down. Always, you know, if you're wrong, just keep going, just keep blowing through it, and eventually yep. people will go, huh? Well,
1: that, you got Cohen over there, and then you got Solinsky on the on on the other side, who was yeah. a, resist, 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 and don't agree with anybody ever. Yeah, like God, get laid. Yeah. You know, go and have sex, have a nice time, and calm down.
3: Yeah, go into the, go into the, like, well, you know, like, I'm sure Ruth Bader Ginsburg could give a wicked hand job <laughs> with, with those, those claw like, <laughs> you know. Oh, oh, that's so sad. She's, what, is it, 91 now or so? She said, yeah. How old is she? I love her. She's great. Yeah. She,
1: well, she's an opinionated person for about four foot nine. She yeah. really is. She yeah, does yeah, a she's good she's... job. Have you ever been in the Supreme Court?
3: Uh, what are you saying? The room? No, oh, not oh. you. I mean, not the, not us. No, I have No, I haven't.
1: No, I haven't, I haven't. It's it, it, when you walk in there. It's hilarious because there are nine chairs at the you know where they sit, and there's four here, one here, and four here. Right. Because she's so small, they had to give her this massive chair <laughs> so she could be at head height with everybody and, else and look over the over and, the tables. Right. Exactly. It was nice. phenomenal. It was like Ruth must sit there. Yeah, she does.
3: Well, I like the fact that she was friends with um, uh, Schlesie, whatever. You yep, know, and yep. and they were completely polar opposites, yeah, but they crazy. shared a love for uh, for opera. And so when they were yep. done with work, they went off. And we don't see that anymore. We don't see the. Uh...
1: That was a great world then.
3: Yeah, yeah. I mean, you know, and then it's um. God, who's the other guy? You know, Pelosi, who is just, you know, she's like this weird viper in the corner who just <laughs> just goes. She's seen everything, done everything just you know got has enough money to you know write a check to god and and so when she gets threatened or this and that, she just kind of goes, "Yes, yeah, okay, you know. And, oh, she and does. the cloud, like, good for you. Oh, good for yeah, you. She knows, yeah, yeah now, Look who's sitting at the big boy's table. <laughs> <You know? laughs> and then when people attack Cummings, they're like, why don't you go back? Like, Cummings, for Christ's sakes, the man was part of the civil rights. You got to cut him some slack here. Mm-hmm. I mean, anytime somebody from the military comes up and they're like, go, well, thank you for your service. Thank you for your service. You got to look at Cummings going, Jesus, man. Yeah. You know, you avoided bricks and guns and everything in our own country. Yep. And, and we're... We're falling all over the guys. Thank you for your service. You know the only reason he got in the military is because he stole a car, and it was either that or going to jail. Or going to
1: jail <laughs> a, lot you know? of that, a lot of
3: times. So I don't. Know. So I'm, I'm getting in trouble because the uh, you know, oh you don't respect the military because you weren't in it. I'm like That's... no, I studied. I stayed in school. I got a degree, and and then. Um, yeah, so and people, yeah, I got a lot of friends of mine in the military, and they're going to get mad at me for that, but they're not going to get mad at you
1: if they're real military people. They think it's funny.
3: Well, right? they're mad at me because I, I can shoot better than them. That's well, see, problem. there you go. <laughs> and, well,
1: you're from Idaho. Yeah. Why?
3: Well, that's another, I got a buddy of mine he has a, a comedy club. Mike Tuggan, He has these comedy yeah. clubs in the, in the UK called the Glee uh, Glee Clubs, and they're amazing. Mm-hmm. And uh, so I was working for him before Christmas, and he, hey, how's your son? Like, oh, pretty good. How's your boy? And he's like, oh, he's good. You like seven? Yeah. This Christmas, we're getting him a PlayStation, you know, because he's into that, and we think yeah. it's time for him to get into the video game thing. And I. Got Oh, ah, that's not going to happen. And he's like, "What do you mean?" I'm like, "Well, look, I'm not into it. You yeah. know, I don't. I don't have any problem with me else to do it. My wife doesn't want to do it. We're not going to buy it. We're not going to spend 300, you know, pounds on a, on, a, on a video game." He's like, "Well, what if he wants to play?" I'm like, "Well, we can go to his friend's house." He's yeah. like, "So you're okay with him playing Call of Duty?" I'm like, "No." He goes, "Well, how are you going to stop it?" I said, "Look, if he wants to play Call of Duty or you know, Grand Theft Auto Five or something, we'll go back to Idaho. We'll get all my guns out of storage. I got seven. And we'll shoot them all, you know? You I, this is what it is. This is a .45. This is an AR-15. This is a Winchester Model 94. Oh, yeah, that hurts when you get, pull the trigger. Yeah, yeah it does. <laughs> you know? This, is a, <laughs> real, this is a real deal. And then you can go back and say, hey, get this. And he'll go, I shot a real one of those. And then they'll turn the game off and go, really? Mm-hmm. You know? Yeah. Boy, a different
1: deal. Not the first time I ever shot, because I have a, a Glock 22 which is a .40 caliber right. handgun. It actually hurts to shoot that thing. It's just so incredibly powerful. Like... <laughs> Man,
3: yeah, I've got, I've got ACP 45, um, Colt 45 1911, and it's got, uh, I've got uh, magazines got uh, eight in a clip, and normally it's seven clip one mm-hmm. down the pipe, and mm-hmm. um, yeah, I used shoot competitively and all that kind of stuff. I love it, and uh, was going to be hired to do some contract work out of that country, and that didn't come through, so uh, yeah, all kinds of stuff.
1: I have six, I have six uh, handguns, and I've never killed anyone. So I know it's a are due. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we got to take a break. Be right back. One with Dave Fulton at Acme tonight and tomorrow night. It's Tom Bernard with North American banking company, CEO and my buddy, Michael Bilski. Michael, let's say somebody has a plan to expand their business this year. How can North American banking company get that job done?
0: At North American banking company, we'll take time to understand the customer's needs and wants and their plans for the future. Who's better than you?
1: That's what I want to know. You I still are. never liked you, though. You are. No, I never. Don't try to make up. I don't like <laughs> Why not bank with my banker, North American Banking Company, a better banking experience, member FDIC, and an equal housing lender? Tom Bernard here for Whiting Clinic LASIK and Cataract. There's no better time than now to ditch your contacts and pitch your glasses. Whiting Clinic is the place I trusted to do this for me, and it's not just me. apparently he lived through that we were talking about John Wick 3 it it was an outrageous movie yeah Yeah. it was kind of funny Dave I just thought of something because when I walked in you kind of looked at me like who are you but I didn't realize like a year and a half ago I lost 92 pounds yeah and I walk in and you're looking like Who's that? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I went, oh, Gary like you, I in seen a, you a long time.
3: Yeah, it's like you left your tom suit at home. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. So yeah, I just I don't know. Try. I'm
1: I'm I'm becoming aged, so you gotta live, <laughs> try to live longer, you know? you know. I
3: got friends of mine, they um, you know, just smoke too much and they and they drink way too much and they, and they yeah. eat a lot of fried food and they're you know, 70 pounds past their target weight. And um, and then they turn 50, and like, well, time to get in shape. <laughs> <laughs> like, you started when you were 12. I know. I'm like, well, what are you doing? Bro- I got one from front me. I'm eating a lot of broccoli. I go, are you Ugh. still drinking? Oh, yeah, just eating broccoli. <laughs> <laughs> a lot of smoke, a lot of drinking. Yeah, just like, yeah, okay, so now you're farting.
1: That's all you're... <laughs> you know what's amazing about that you mentioned? Because I cannot eat broccoli, cauliflower, Brussels sprouts, or cabbage because it makes me sick.
3: Really? Yeah. See, I can't eat bell peppers—red, green, yellow bell oh, peppers. Oh, my wife's mm. the same way. Oh Catherine, my God! Oh, yeah. she will vomit. Oh, I don't vomit. That. What happens is—is is my whole lower digestive system just goes? All right, everybody out. Yep.
0: <laughs> <laughs>
3: <laughs> That's pretty much your mom and and
1: Alex too, right, Andy? Yeah, yeah I was, they can't I was eat doing. Bell peppers.
3: Sh- I was doing shows in Mumbai, and we were in the um we're in the hotel. So we're watching some soccer games, and I was really hungry. I said, hey, do you got some chips, you know, french fries? They went, yeah, yeah, So they bring the chips out, and I'm eating these things, and I'm like, oh, like watching God. this. And then oh, I, got, I took no. a bite and went, oh, what is that? And I broke in half, and they, they had, it was uh, potatoes and green bell peppers. Oh. oh. So I, I spit it out. I'm like, okay. But I kept eating the potatoes. Unfortunately, they fried the two together, yep. yeah. so the oil yep. from the bell peppers got on the mm-hmm. potatoes. Right. And I, we just got in there that night. And the next morning, I got up, and I'm, like, cramped up, and I'm yep. sitting on the toilet for six hours. And I thought, my God, did it? You know, did I get the deli belly thing already? <laughs> I mean, I shit so much, I found a new G spot. <laughs> <laughs> that's a lot. Yeah, that's a lot. <laughs> Catherine's
1: the same way. She cannot touch him. And I, I still don't. Why did? Because I'm assuming. I don't know when were when were French fries invented. When when were chips invented? Because. Uh, uh, why? I would assume they were in England before they were in
3: America, or maybe not. Well, the thing—the way they do it in in the UK is they they cut the they cut the potatoes mm-hmm. and then they blanch them. Oh, okay. yeah. Put okay. them in hot water and okay. then they fry them. And, oh, and okay. that gets them, you know, uh, soft and inside and crispy on the outside. If you just cut you know uh, potatoes out in the French fries, dump them in the fry vat, it ain't gonna work. I love that
1: stuff so, so much. We you know we traveled to back in the day when Andy and Alex were little kids and. And we, uh, you know, the, the, the chips, no, those the, those are not potato chips. Those are crisps. What are crisps? The potato chips are crisps. Yeah. Well, what are chips? French fries. Well, why aren't they French fries? And then the other thing, we... Mm-hmm. Eat, Suddenly it's happened in
3: Costello. Who's in first base? Right, exactly. Right.
1: <laughs> so we're in Scotland, and we have a have a woman watching the kids. Well, I, yeah, I'd go golf, and Catherine would go, you know, hang out with the friends or whatever. So there was this wonderful Scottish woman, Scots woman, that was watching the kids, and... I, at the time, didn't even know this, but back at home, we always ask our little kids, you want to take a nappy? All and right. Of course, that's a diaper in yeah. Scotland, but they're like, you, you kids want a nappy? And she's looking at me like, what? <laughs> 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 it was, that that part of it, I really like how, how language changes from place to place uh, being <laughs> a completely different thing.
3: I love it. I, I still giggle when people need yeah. an eraser, and they go, uh, Dave, you got a rubber? <laughs>
2: <That's right. laughs> well, yes.
1: Yeah.
3: Look at the circle in my wallet. That's right there along. <laughs> a woman asks you to go, okay, lock the door. <laughs> that's right. You have yeah. a rubber. <laughs> but you know, in Scotland, you, you they uh, they deep fry Mars bars and uh, and pizzas and all kinds of stuff like that. That's what um, Minnesota State Fair got all those. They do it all here now. Really, at the yeah. State
1: Fair. Yeah. Deep fried
0: candy bars. Yep. Oh yeah.
1: <laughs> yeah. I mean it's everything. Oh no. Nah. <laughs> I tell you what, though, uh, England, Scotland, Ireland, Italy, everywhere I've ever been in Europe, love the people. They're the nicest people. Yeah. You'll like this story, I think. So th- we're at Turnberry, Scotland. Oh, yeah. Okay, yeah. And Garvan is just south of there. And there's a little kitty park there. There's little rides and attractions and all kinds of stuff. So my wife said, do you mind taking Andy and Alex down to the kitty park? I said, no, that'd be great. So we go down there and we get out of the car and we'll walk it over. And there's a guy who's about five feet tall and he's smoking a cigarette, and he's scowling at me. <laughs> I'll never forget this, and I realize the reason he's scowling at me is because of pricks like me bringing their kids to the kitty park is why he has to be there with his kids. Right, it's right. like, jerks <laughs> like you, that's why I'm here. He didn't say that, but I could see with the look in his eye, and as I'm walking up, he's smoking, and he's still staring at me. And I go, how you doing? And he goes, None of your feckin' business. (laughs) (laughs) And I'm like this much bigger than him. I just didn't care, man. I loved it. I absolutely love Scotland, Ireland, England. We stayed at Mayfair. What a gorgeous! Place oh yeah, that yeah,
3: is. nice neighborhood. Yeah. Except I
1: love the fact that they have uh, three, four corners, and three of them have a Starbucks on the oh, on three of the corners. <laughs> it's like,
3: what? God. It was weird. when I first started going over there. There was a um, a coffee, a chain coffee company called the Seattle Coffee Company. Yeah. Well, yep. Yep. And uh, but it's not like the one here. It was like right. their own one, mm-hmm. and it was a, started by a couple who had spent some time in Seattle. and Really liked the coffee community thing, so they they got a loan. They set up a couple of these things, mm-hmm. and they had. I don't know, maybe a dozen around London or eight around mm-hmm. London. So when Starbucks came in and said, okay, we want to set up in, in London, you know, all over the UK for that matter. Mm-hmm. They went to these guys and said, we love your locations. We want to put a Starbucks in. And they, uh, what do you want for them? Because it was a years ago, there's a uh-huh. great article about them. So the couple went, well, we've worked really hard on this. We have a big community here. We don't want you to fire into the people because they're really good. And they said, no, 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 we'll just put our sign out front and put what we do in, but we'll keep the people. And they're like okay, then what do you want for it? And they just went; they weren't into it, oh, so they wrote a piece, no. a, a number on a paper, and went that, you know, and the things. And Starbucks went okay, and they went, oh god! Mm-hmm. I mean, it was just like it was the money. It's one of those things where if you you don't say no, yeah, you just name a price, right? And they went right. fine, <laughs> and um, and they said, yeah, we're really happy. You know, we we made you know gobs of money on this and, and we're all good with it but by the way the little kitty thing in the UK they call it a fun fair fun fair yes yeah. That's, which, right, is, that's right. which is ironic because yeah. they're not fun and they're definitely not fair <laughs> <laughs> I mean I took my son to one it was in the in the grounds near and, us um, and you know they, they're hard working people and they travel with it they got mm-hmm. nice, nice caravans and trailers and stuff and uh, and just spent all this money. And, and he's six, so he's on the ones that spin and shit.
1: Yeah, they're and, right. Exactly. Yeah,
3: and, you know, yep. I'm in my 50s, so I'm like, nah, I don't want to spin, right? <laughs> <laughs> Something <laughs> yeah. happens with your inner ear when oh, you're an yeah. adult. Oh, so yeah. they put us on this thing called the whirlwind, where you sit in this round kind of couch that's open in the front. And you we're going around, It's kind of it goes over a little hump, and it spins a little bit, and it goes rocks back the other way. And I'm like, okay, I can do this. I can do this. Mm-hmm. Well, it turns out, one of the guys running it recognized me as a comic. Uh-oh. So one of the things they do is they stand behind it and they grab the railing and they spin you. Yeah. And he spun me so much I got off the thing and I'm just like, I lost it. I was like projectile. <laughs> I would do the same oh, thing. Oh man, I was yeah. just I losing. Would. I was throwing up food I hadn't eaten yet. <laughs> <laughs> I would do the same thing. I can't do it. As a matter of
1: fact though, I'm at the age where, uh, because it has to do with these little stones in your ear canals. They yeah. get out of whack. Yeah. Apparently. Yeah. I, don't, I don't remember what they're called but But mine have to be adjusted about once a year now, right? And I can always tell when I need to have my, my, and they do a good job. It doesn't take very long to readjust them. Mm But I can tell because when I lay down at night and go to sleep, I look up and the, wind, the ceiling starts going around. I'm like, oh, time to get back in and have my stones adjusted. Like your stones. How'd they
3: do it in the old days? Just like slap you? I don't know. Just I mean, start I... smashing rocks against you? You grog, not good. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Probably. Oh, they all, they all died at 27 anyway. So I uh, suppose maybe it never happened, yeah. I, I guess. But And I don't know why that would happen the older you get either. I don't understand. Why would that make a difference?
3: Uh, maybe some more sedentary lifestyle or something. I mean. <laughs> I mean, I had something earlier this year. Um, uh, I, had, I thought I, I was in the garage um, welding, and I thought I got a piece of hot metal in my eye. And uh, I saw this kind of streak in my eye, my vision. I'm like, oh, it didn't hurt. So, you know, called up the doctor, went right away, and they said, look at, can't see it. Go to the eye clinic, you know, first thing Monday morning. So I walked in. Hi, I need, I got something like a spider web in my eye. No problem. Signed this thing up. 20 minutes later, went in, got the eye drops on, and then came in, and they looked at my eyes. It was great. This Iranian, uh, English Iranian doctor, he looks at me and goes, yeah, oh, you've torn your retina. And I went, Oh my God! What? And he goes, "It's normal. What happens is your eyeball is shrinking, you know oh, okay. and your fluid is kind of drying out, and then it just pulls yeah. away." Really? And I'm like, "Oh my God!" You know? And I'm like, "Well, I, I keep thinking there's hairs in my line of sight." I got that right now, actually. <laughs> and uh, he did. says, "Eventually, what happens is it little floaters." Mm-hmm. And he goes, "What happens is it'll eventually. Says, some people get it. Everybody gets it. You know, some people more than others." And he goes, "If you start seeing well, like flashes of light, or you know, you see uh, like a, a curtain coming up from below." Come back right away. Yeah. And I went, okay. And um, so I said, well, will it ever go away? And he goes, you just get used to it. And what's happened now is... <laughs> yeah, <that's laughs> great. You filter it out. Yeah. What happens yeah. is it's yeah. actually gotten less than it was. And um, it's, it, it heals up and... and oh, it and, does. Yeah. It eventually starts going away a little bit. It doesn't completely go away. You just kind of get used to it. But it definitely... It's not, it's not how it was before. There is one blessing in the whole
1: deal because where we live across the, the lake, there's a beach. And they've decided across And it's a, a, not a very big lake. So I don't yeah, know. I remember. I was out there. I was out yeah, you were at the yeah. house. Right, yeah. exactly. Yeah. So they've decided now, the people that go there decided that's a nude beach now. Sweet! So there are guys. <laughs> no, not women, guys. It's oh. all guys. So these guys went around and Catherine goes, look at those fools. And I'm like, Sorry, I can't see that far. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> so it's like a blessing. Yeah, no, no. Ah, good, I don't have to look at that. I... <laughs> you know,
3: it's funny, my son, it's been so hot in, in London that he just, he, you know, he, we get him in the bath and put on this thing called hydros, uh, hydromol, which, you know, moisturizes the skin. And um, the uh, um, then we, we put him in bed. And he's like, oh, I can take my shorts off. So he takes his shorts off. He just lays in the bed naked. And so we read to him every night And um, <laughs> about a week ago. He's listening to this. Well, yeah, it was like last week. He's listening to this. And I'm kind of, my, my wife's talk, yeah, reading, and I looked over, and he got both hands on his cock while he's listening to this story. <laughs> oh, and I went, I go, man. <laughs> Man, time to suit <laughs> Please, up, baby. You know, he's like, <laughs> "What, Daddy?" You know, it's, I'm
0: like, eh. <laughs> "Well, at least,
3: he at least he's not tugging on, <laughs> on it yet." Right? No, <laughs> that's true. That's true. And I told the wife, "I go, we, you know, our house—we have a two-bedroom house. It's got one and a half bath. We got a cellar, a little loft space. We got a garage out back. It's really small, mm-hmm. but it's in and it's semi—it's an end of terrace. So we share a wall with our neighbors, right? But it was built in 1873." Really? Yeah. So, you know, we, we I've done a lot of work on it and got that together. And I told the wife, I said, look, it's two bedrooms now. I said, we eventually have to, you know, go up into the roof and build a loft space. We'll mm-hmm. probably do an odd- suite bedroom. And um, so we can have him there. Right. And she's like, why? And I go, well, when he's 16, do you really want to be laying in bed staring at the ce- ceiling and hearing this... <laughs> 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 you know? And she went, oh, my God, it's disgusting. I go, it's going to happen. Gonna happen. <laughs> yeah. It's going to happen. It's, it's completely true. normal. You just have to, you know... <laughs> Get upstairs. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah you know, not, we, we can put internet blocks on it. It's it's just, it's going to go. You know, <laughs> he'll start thinking about it when he's thirteen, which makes you worried about Barron Trump, because <laughs> Barron's in the White House all his own. He's thirteen years old. He's probably on. On the internet, <laughs> looking for nasty girls and going, oh, oh, oh dirty girl, there. Oh, it's my mom again.
0: <laughs> oh my God, <goodness. laughs>
3: it's Marla Maples. Uh, oh, they look at all his, all his dad's
1: ex-wives and. Oh God, what are there? About five of them. <laughs> oh, he's been married a few times. That boy. Well,
3: you know the whole thing with you know Jerry Epstein's claiming that oh, he uh, he introduced um, uh, Trump to Millennia, and I said, he's saying he did, and I said, well, actually, I think what happened was Trump was the highest bidder. Possibly. (laughs) And he outbid Clinton.
1: Possibly. (laughs) (laughs) Again, see, that's. uh, I like that kind of story because I'm. uh, That's where I am. I'm not. I'm not Republican. I'm not Democrat. I just kind of look at both sides and go, are you people all crazy?
3: Mm. I mean, what is wrong with you? Well, <clears throat> you know, the thing is, is I have my issues with the current administration. And somebody said, yeah. oh, you probably miss Obama, man. You, you, you're wedding snowflake, or whatever. And I'm, like, <laughs> <laughs> and I'm like, look, you know, I, I voted for uh, Obama twice because I wanted to be on the right side of history. And then, but he, he didn't do many favors. I mean, uh, no. he, he put in the, uh, the FATCA law, which is essentially taxing all the expats living abroad. And as a result of that, Americans were giving up their citizenship right and left because yep. their tax bill was forty to eighty thousand dollars more a year. Because because oh, the government was broke and they were trying to generate income. Yep. And that's what one of the reasons was. And I've, I mean, I, luckily I've been filing every year, so I didn't get stuck with the grandfather clause. But there were people who had to pay thousands and thousands that's because terrible. of that. And so when Trump got elected, we all thought, oh, my God, you know, he's getting rid of all the Obama stuff. He'll get rid of this, right? Right. And no, no, nope. he kept nope. that one in. You know, And the ACA, I, I love it. I, uh, there was a lady in line with me at the uh, immigration and a um, nice gal, you know, when she, they adopted a couple kids. And, and, and so we're talking a little bit about that. And uh, I said, well, we have, you know, we have health care in the UK. And she's, well, it's not free i'm like yeah but it's it's a lot less here she's like i know the obamacare really screwed us over and i said yeah the affordable care act wasn't very fair for a lot of people she goes yeah that obamacare and i go it was the affordable care act it was yeah Yet obamacare is your way of like throwing a slang into this thing but they all called
1: that here <laughs> yeah yeah and they so uh, I mean, she's obamacare, like i can't have yeah. this
3: can't have that because i said yeah i'm it's too bad because i think because he had a democrat majority in the house and senate and the first two years he just said right we're going to go natural insurance right now. Right. You know, and you can subsidize it. There's like in the UK, we all we all pay for natural insurance. Right. But you can pay for private insurance to top it up. And, uh, yes. So right. essentially, jump right. the queue kind of deal. Mm-hmm. And uh, for depending where you live and what you want and everything else. Right. And it also helps with some of the medications. Should you get some something really bad, you don't have mm-hmm. to wait this or so. Um, but still, and even then, I'm mean, a friend of mine. I said, he, he's on BUPA, they call it B U P A U. And I go, how much is your top up? And he goes, oh, it's, it's like 100 pounds a month. You know, and I'm like, so what do you get? And he told me, and I'm like, man, you know, I wish Americans would understand that, all right, you're going to get this tax. It's going to be less than what you're going to pay for your insurance you're paying now. It's a full coverage thing. No, you don't get dental. Sorry. And then, but the other end of that is if you want more than that, if you want to guarantee you're going to get this, this, and this, then you pay on top of that, you know, a, a couple hundred bucks a month. So all in all, I mean, because my accountant worked it out, he goes, Well, what do you pay? I said, Well, it's eight to eleven percent of my net income. So he sit there with the calculators here in the US and he just kinda like, and he goes, Oh my god, that's that's less than anybody pays here. I'm like, Yeah, you know. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and I don't want to be high and mighty. It's just kind of, you know, we're the richest, most powerful nation in the earth, and we can't even take care of our own people. People have to make the decision about should I live or should I have a place to live? Yeah. You know, and it further right. and it further puts a separation of wealth. So if you have a lot of money. You can afford to get all the coverage you need. If you have a really great job or you're making the 250 grand a year or more, you know, you're going to get all the coverage you need. And if you don't, then you have to, like, okay, I got this and this, and then I have to go mm-hmm. into Medicaid. So, Medicaid, you know, and that's a hoop to jump through, and doesn't necessarily guarantee everything. Oh, I, we got to take
1: a break, but I'll come back and talk to you about being on Medicare. I'll tell I'll tell Medicaid. No, Medicaid. Oh, <sighs> well, Medicare is what I'm on now, yeah. and it's a disaster. Yeah, yeah, totally. We'll be right back. More at Fault. And making me just happy as hell. All <laughs> we'll be right back.
2: And the best part is you get to pick a closing date that is convenient for you and close in as little as three weeks.
1: Go to chrislindahl.com right now to see if you qualify or call 763-401-SOLD. That is 763-401-SOLD. Hi, it's Tom. After achieving my goal of losing 92.5 pounds in less than five months, thanks to the Sheehy brothers and the amazing staff at Nutramost in Plymouth, I'd like to encourage you to let Nutramost help you shed those unwanted pounds too. Besides eating fresh foods, another one of the reasons that the Nutrimol's weight loss plan works so well is the one-on-one coaching that you receive. We all know the definition of insanity is doing the same thing over and over again and expecting different results. So, how long have you been trying to lose weight on your own without the help of a coach? When you have someone keeping you accountable, it makes achieving your goal so much easier. Make a commitment to your health and let Nutrimol's help you with your weight loss journey. I encourage you to schedule your immediate consultation or attend the Nutramost free dinner at 6.30 p.m. on Monday, June 24th at Jake's in Plymouth. Nutramost guarantees that you lose 20 pounds or more. Call now,
3: 763-333-7337. Cassie's rocking out today. It's Friday, man.
0: Dr. Feelgood.
3: There you go. You know what, I... Um... Uh, there's a really great music festival in in the Netherlands called the Lowlands Festival. And it's called that because it's behind the dikes, so it's below sea level. I love oh, that cool. place. Oh, cool! Yeah, and it was um, they sell 55,000 tickets in three and a half hours, and the headlining band was the Foo Fighters. Oh, oh God. Cool. and because I was gigging there, <coughs> and, we a scene that it's like David yeah, it So I was gigging there, <laughs> and we um, uh, on Sunday I went into. Um, Kind of the artist section where they had all the meals and stuff, and they had a little paper sign up that says Foo Fighters crew, and I thought, oh wow, the crew from Foo Fighters is here. So no, it wasn't Foo Fighters crew, It was Foo Fighters and crew and crew. And I walked in, and there was Dave Grohl like five feet from me. <laughs> <laughs> oh, uh, there you go, Dave. And he went, Hey, how you doing? <laughs> he's just like the nicest guy. You've <laughs> That's ever what had. I've understood. He's just. We talked for like twenty minutes, and and um, yeah, yeah. And I said, well, I'm a little lagging. Blah blah blah. You can't get good whiskey here, you know. He's like, Yeah, oh, it's too bad, you know, and. And I talked about yeah, I, I did this gig on the south coast of England, and and uh, I, I rode my motorcycle down. I didn't think I was going to make it back, so the the act started giving me uh, um, Jaeger bombs. He's like, "Oh yeah, man! Oh god! Yeah, when well, I'm fading, I have my crew just have, start handing me shots of Jaeger. Can't do stage. it, man. Oh,
1: I can't do it. I can't do it. I tried that once, and I don't have that shirt anymore. The <laughs> yeah. acid from the bomb vomited right through it. Um, so you're going to tell me about Medicare? Okay, so here's what happened to me. So, so Trump becomes president, and he lowers my, my income tax by, what, 3%, something like that? Mm. I think it was. 3%. Mine went up, by the way. Uh, well, he uh, also got rid of SALT taxes, state and local taxes. You can't write those off on your Fed yeah. anymore. Yeah. So I'm actually paying more. After he cut my taxes, I'm actually paying more because I can't write off yeah. my state and local taxes. Uh, why do we do? Why do we do that to people? Go look at this tax break. That's, I'm paying more, not less. Yeah. You're lying. That's just how that is. I, I don't know the the whole thing with politicians. It's all about making money now. They don't. They're not serving us. I, I bring up the fact that that uh, 60 years ago, when I was in second grade, something like that. I remember a guy That's came That's back
3: going. when they, the natives were still. There yeah. In those, yeah, well, the, the
1: airplanes <laughs> <at> in 1776. <laughs> um, but they came, this the local politician came in. His name was Joe Greenstein. He was an alderman in north Minneapolis where I grew up. And he came in and he talked about the fact that the most important thing for America right now, so this would have been 1958, the most important thing for America right now is we have to take care of our schools, our health care, and these, what the three things we're doing right now? Yeah, we're going to take care of that. Sixty years ago, had haven't done a thing. Yeah, nothing. I mean, sixty years they've been telling us they're going to do this, and they they have still haven't done it. We know it's state of Idaho, and
3: I love Idaho because
1: it's yeah, it's, yeah. it's
3: full of weirdos. You know? Yeah, yeah. I mean, if I had all the money in the world, I'd probably live in Mon- Western Montana. But the um, but North Idaho, it, it is what it is. And I tell people like, what's it like? And I said, well, all the laws there are. They all sound like they were drunk around a campfire.
1: (laughs) They probably were. Yeah, and they (laughs) said, hey,
3: wouldn't it be cool if if you could, like, carry a gun on school grounds? Oh. Yeah, let's do that. You know? And the other one, when I was home in March, um, taking care of some stuff, there was a law that came up. They were trying to, to raise the legal age of marriage to 16, and the law failed. Raise it. Yeah, that's what I went. <laughs> Raise it? Am I well, and I said, Well, what is it now? And he looked at me like I was an idiot. And he goes, Well, it is what it's always been 14. And I said, Why is it 14? And he goes, Well, their idea is if it's 14, it will stem uh, teenage pregnancy. Because, you know, they look, if you got a girl pregnant, you got to marry her. You know, she's uh-huh. only fourteen. Doesn't matter. You can still do it with consent from a judge and okay. or the parent. Oh god! And also, they tried to bring a law in that said that if a child died as a result of neglect brought about as a result of uh, um, religious beliefs, mm-hmm. they were trying to say yeah, the parents can be prosecuted under uh, for and be charged with manslaughter. Mm-hmm. And that bill failed. Oh no! Can't yeah. have that. More, more, I see. more okay. children die in idaho because of religious neglect than any other state really in yeah there we had like I thought that was utah no 153 have died really in, in, in idaho from religious oh neglect and the parents were never charged because it's their religion i'm like what, what are you eating them you know
0: yeah.
3: <laughs> <laughs> i never understood that i grew up catholic right oh,
1: but sorry. and i got a lot of trouble not actually worked on again second grade same same time we were sitting in, in catechism class because you have, to, you have to... I was raised
3: uh, Lutheran. I don't know what catechism is. Yeah.
1: Yeah. So we you go to confession first, and then you go to communion. That's how it works in the mm-hmm. Catholic Church, right? So I'm sitting there, and the priest comes in, and he's doing a speech about how we you, you need to understand now, because you're old enough, you'll be going to confession. And when you're in the confessional, you need to understand that the, the priest is a direct conduit to God. Yeah. And I said, no, he isn't. Oh, God, did I get in trouble, mm-hmm. man. They didn't want a seven-year-old kid saying, no, he's not. But if you do, <laughs> a seven-year-old kid's like, no, come on, right? Here, I've never understood this about religion.
3: I mean, I, yeah. Shouldn't religion be all happiness? Yeah, it should be like, you know. You're, it would be I, great. I love you. I accept you. you right. You, you, you know, I forgive you. My wife was raised in, uh, in Catholic as a Catholic. And um, and she said it's the, the marriage won't mean anything unless we're married in a Catholic church. No, oh, right, right. And yeah. um, so we yeah. met with we found a we found a priest I would um, marry his father Sean. He's Welsh and and campus tents, um, yeah, gay as hell, right? So yeah, uh, sure. <laughs> so yeah, anyway, right. he was great. And, and we said, hey, can we do this? And he's like, well, we need a dispensation from the Pope of all this and that, and we need this, we need this, and two hundred and fifty pounds. <laughs> and I was like, done, right? And and he was great. He was really great. So we, you know. And one of the things was, and we had this piece of paper, and he said, well, the deal is I can marry you in a Catholic church as long as you promise that you raise your children in the Catholic church. Yeah, right. And um, uh, and and my old joke was always, I I have no problem with that as long as you promise me you keep your fucking hands off. Them. So, <laughs> so, and that was the other thing, too, is, you know, people ask me, like, well, you got your son, you know, where you live, because I live in this place called Kingston-upon-Thames, and it's in, in London. It's a royal borough, and the... um I know someone. What's your neighborhood like? I go. We got. There? I said. Well, we got a mosque like two blocks down, Uh-oh. and 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 my friends in Idaho are like, really? I'm like, yeah. I'm like, well, aren't you worried that you know they're going to try to turn your son or something? I'm like, no, I'm not worried about the mosque two blocks down. I'm worried about the Catholic Church two blocks up.
1: <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, yeah. Cause, you know, it's
3: cause. I mean, the mosque guys are great. They're uh, most of them are, are Moroccan and yeah, um, right. and a few Pakistanis, but right. the um, and they have a market on Saturdays and they know me. I come in, you know, I and, 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 and. You know, buy strawberries from them, and yeah they're they're great yeah, yeah they're I just super nice guys I've never understood
1: why it is that we want to uh you need to be punished for your for your behavior. I thought I was here for you to make me happier and give me some stability guidance and none of those guidance would be good. yeah
3: don't but, kill people,
1: but no religions do that <laughs> they all get violent as hell, and they do this I, I've never understood that and when you break it all down uh i small but the the small the tiny problem that this is god basically you took a one letter out of good and there came god i mean that's basically what it is it's just good right right but it's not all good and then the really moronic part to me is really d evil the devil d and then evil yeah and nobody can figure that out apparently so it's good against evil. It's not that hard, you know what I mean? It's just, in, it's infantile, actually, but people just don't grip that. Oh, you don't believe in God? Yeah, I believe in God because goodness is a good thing. God, you know, I'm not a religious yeah, guy. Yeah, but you don't
3: want duh evil.
1: I don't want duh evil, man. I don't need duh evil with me. I had me. a
0: guy yesterday at work. I'm just ready to start my shift. I'm a state employee, so I have great health care, by the way. <laughs> <laughs> um, well, we'll get to that too. I gotta tell you about Medicare, I forgot. Um, <laughs> he's getting off his ship. I'm gonna go on my shift, and he looks at me, he goes, Do you believe in uh, the devil? Or he-? no, he said, Do you believe in hell? And I just kind of stared at him for like 30 seconds and I went, you know, I don't discuss I don't discuss religion with anybody. No, and I was good, born and raised Catholic, and <laughs> I looked at him was- and I said and he was like, "Oh, so you don't?" Dis-. And he turned his back to me. He just started mumbling to us, "Oh, so you don't discuss religion with anybody?" You know? Oh, so you. <laughs> and he just kept going to the point where I almost left the area we were both sharing because <laughs> it's like, "Dude, I don't need move this." Move on. No, yeah. it's true. Well, see, you know, it's like um,
3: atheists come to me and they go, "Do you believe in God?" And I go, well, "Have you read Thomas Aquinas?" And they're like, no. I'm like, well, we can't have this discussion. No, exactly. You know. And they're like, would you believe me or not? And I'm like, look, I, I already asked you. Have you read *Tom's Aquinas? I'll discuss the ontological argument with you. I'll discuss mm-hmm. the cosmological argument with you. You know, a, a good friend of mine, Michael Smiley, is an amazing actor. He, um, he 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 was talking to a friend of his, and he goes, yeah, I had this dream last night, and uh, I was talking to God, and, I, and he was we're having a nice discussion. And I asked him, I said, so these are, these atheists, do you like them? And God said, oh, I love them. Because all they do is just talk about me. <laughs> <laughs> that's pretty much true.
1: <laughs> that's true. Uh, They won't stop talking about God. That no. is a fact. I, I, I don't. Know. So Medicare. I was going to tell you about Medicare. So I've uh, been paying in, into Medicare since I was 16 years old, like everybody
3: else. Or you know, and sure, shitty, they were you surprised know. you lasted this long. Yeah. My, yeah my dad told true. me that when they set the retirement age at 65. Yeah, when they did that, I can't remember mm-hmm. the year. The, the The average lifespan of an adult male was like sixty three. Yes. So they figured we'll never have to pay out on this. That's
1: exactly what it was. Yeah. So I pay in all those years, and then I get uh, on Medicare. You know, like last year mm-hmm. or six, five, five, six months ago, whatever it is. So anyway, I get on Medicare, and I get my first bill. Um, and my my life insurance was costing. Uh, I mean, excuse me, my health insurance private health insurance was costing me about $850 a month. That's how it was cost. It cost mm. about 10000 bucks a year. That's just how much it was, right? Which I always thought was a pretty ex- uh, high number. Yeah. So I get my deal back, and uh, my first bill was for $137. I thought, God, this is phenomenal. Because, it, And then you, you got to go get supplemental, plant, part A and part B. Oh, yeah, that's right. And yeah. then you have to pay for that, too. And then they find out your income I pay a little more now than I did for private health insurance.
3: <laughs> <laughs>
1: How great is that? You it's, know, it's uh, fr- that just happened to a
3: friend of mine in Idaho. He, uh. he inherited all this land and, and this oil well, so his income drops up, goes up and down. And oh, he's, yeah. he's, now he's on Medicare. And um, so, anyway, it, what happened was he, there's something, the, the price went up, so he started making more, and they went back and they looked at his, his, um, uh, his earnings and went, oh, you earned too much. And so, and you use, and you have the insurance thing, and he goes, "Yeah, but I didn't use it." Yeah. And they said, "Yeah, but your tax is now fifty five thousand dollars," and he goes, "I've he goes, I've never paid that much in my life. Why is it $55,000 And they're like, "Well, because you made too much money, so oh, yeah. you have to pay yeah. back the money that you got to reduce in this." And I'm like, "Oh my!" And he's like, he was just absolutely furious. And yep. for me, it's like you know, I'm trying to sell some property in in in, in, uh, in Idaho, and 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 my accountant goes, "Well, you're gonna have to pay this much." I'm like, "Well, how, why my God? Why is it that much?" And he goes. It was great. He goes, well, you've been essentially for the last 12 years kicking a turd down the road. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and once you sell the property, you've got to pick it up. It's just amazing to me because FICA
1: is at what? Is it 4% still? It was at one time. Mm. The FICA, I think it was like 4%. It's probably more than that now. But when I figure out how much money I paid in to, to Medicare Supplemental Insurance, you know, and all the rest of it, over, over 50 years, I lost money like a
3: mad... Man. Oh, if you would just... That was some of the arguments from from the, um, uh, the so-called fiscally conservative Republicans. Yeah. We're like, if, if we just give you the money back, you can invest it and you'll make more money off the back of that. And you just kind of go, yeah, but you know, Americans are not very good with that. <laughs> no, they're not. It's never been a matter of like, this that's is the true. money I was going to put into Social Security. Now I can invest in, ooh, what's that shiny thing over yeah. there? <laughs> ooh, how much is that whore? You know, one of those <laughs> things. <laughs> so we just like, blow it and thing. then go, right. I get Social that's Security. True. I'm like, oh, that's right. I was supposed to do this. Yeah. You know? And now that's when right. they were coming out, was it last year? We're going, well, you know, Social Security is an entitlement. You know, it's no. a, it's a but no, I paid no, into it. No. I expect right. to get that back. It's my money, but you're never going
1: to get it back. Yeah, you are, not, you're never you're gonna never get it all back, now. No, God, no. there's no way you're no. gonna get that
3: back. But you know, it's um, I'm, I told my wife, and um, because we don't really, we have like a pension thing there, but it's not much, mm-hmm. and because I get I'll get Social Security when the time comes. And I said, well, if I draw it at this point, this and that, but then you won't get the death benefit. And then her ears perk up. She's like, uh, death benefit? <laughs> 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 well, how much does that got be? And then yeah, I keep my mouth. I don't know, honey. I have no <laughs> idea, <laughs> no idea, because we have life insurance on me, and if I if I cash it in, yeah. I, I get she gets 150 thousand pounds. And um, I mean, just like, like that, like that. Yeah. yeah. And then, but the problem with like, that's one of the reasons I want to keep some form of property here and give it to my son because then the uh, uh, inheritance laws will apply for him in the U S not in the UK. Cause yeah. the UK yeah. it's 350 pounds per individual. And if you're married it's 700 pounds and in the U S it's 11 million and, you know, and our house is worth 820,000 mm-hmm. pounds. So if my wife and I kick, kick you know, cack it, you know anything past that he's got to pay yeah you know, past 350,000 pounds he's got to pay
0: 40%
3: what yeah
1: i mean it's is there anywhere in the world that serves the people any longer nobody serves the people. Not
3: even McDonald's serves people. Nah. No, <laughs> you know, that's true. They shut down all the drive-thrus
1: because it's burning too much gas. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I don't know. It's, it is great to see you again after five years. You got to get back here more <coughs> you know than what five I've, years.
3: I, I am, I was kind of, I was bricking it a bit before I came here because I thought, you know, I've been working every weekend all over the world, like yeah, Oslo, right? and Mumbai, and yeah, right. you know, everywhere, and, and Munich, and, and um, and I think well I haven't worked at states I mean I really worked the states and, and this is this is a great club I've been working for Lewis I tell people I started working for Lewis when he first got here yeah and you he couldn't know, even that. pronounce his own name I <laughs> know <That's> true. <laughs>
0: hey, so true
1: he couldn't so
3: he um God. yeah so and then I then you realize and you just calm down and go no I I've, I've got game and then it's been it's been really great and the crowds are um, oh, it's yeah. a good comedy crowd and yep. I'm working with two really great guys who was a, a Lester um
2: Lester and Brill yeah Lester
3: and, yeah and Brill and they're and they're just they're just amazing. And so it just, it's made me really happy. And I, and, and, uh, cause most of like when you do shows at the comedy store in London, you do 20 minutes and you got to step on the gas, man. Cause people paid essentially about 150 bucks for tickets and drinks and everything. So if well, you're not funny, they'll let you know. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But, and, and so it's great to come back here and kind of play around a little bit. And then I, I talk about my son on stage. And I love talking about my son because people go, I go, yeah, I talked to the play think, well, this is a bit. This is a routine. So yeah, I always bring a yeah. picture and I go, that's him. And then they're like, "Oh my God!" Right? Mm-hmm. And uh, matter of fact, in the front row there was these uh, these uh, uh, these two lesbians, and uh, hilarious because one was laughing, the other one was just shaking her head at me. Oh God. <laughs> and, uh, but, but I got her in the end. And then when they left, they both hugged me. Like oh, oh man you were I great they right. really hugged me and I walked away and I'm like oh, I'm I'm getting old I should I should really have an erection right now. <laughs> <laughs> Boy, Dave Fulton ladies and <laughs> gentlemen
1: tonight tomorrow night two shows at Acme great to see you again you too friend.
3: buddy you too man and I will not make it five years again I'll yeah, be back please. I'll be back please
1: because I got to take off more weight maybe I
3: don't know <laughs> I'll bring you back. some stuff I'll be whatever you need from uh, yeah we get some uh, we don't have oxy we have codeine with abuprofen and oh yeah that's right that's yeah. right
1: that's true we'll work it out
3: yeah cool cool great, great. to see you, you have too. a great weekend. Thanks.